if you have a great team, letting in the wrong person can destroy it. If you hire the wrong person, there can be bad personalities that spread rumors and cause fights. You may be hiring a poor performer that slows everyone down, or you may hire people who aren't happy in their position and end up infecting the rest with a bad attitude. Now, to avoid this, you have to hire well. And hiring well starts with the probationary contract. Take this question from one of our readers, and it goes, Attorney, do you have tips on how to draft a probationary contract? Are there ways to make it easier and less prone to errors and faster to make? And what should I look out for? If you can relate to this, stick around. We have three tips for you. Stay tuned. This video is brought to you by How to Draft a Probationary Contract, an online workshop that teaches owners, managers, and supervisors how to create the most important contract during recruitment. This covers the key features and clauses you need to include as well as tips and best practices to make your life as a recruiting officer easier. Draft your next probationary contract in minutes. Go to info.legalguy.ph probationary to learn more. Welcome to Legal Guide Philippines, where we simplify the law to help you make better choices. And in this video, we will be talking about three tips when making probationary contracts. Mm. So let's get into it. The first tip is prepare the job description so you have a guide. So the tip here is before you even get started with the probationary contract, have the job description finalized. Mm. Why? Essentially, when you're doing a probationary contract, you're asking a person to say yes to a certain set of responsibilities, correct? Yes, correct. Now, how can you make them say yes if you're unclear about what the position and the responsibilities are? Mm -hmm. That's where the job description and possibly the salary package comes in. So before I start drafting a probationary contract, I finalize the job description. And... Uh, what's nice about this is that the job description serves a dual purpose. What's the purpose, attorney? The purpose is it also serves as your standards for regularization if you don't have those separately. So the, the probationary contract basically says, Mr. or Ms. Employee, for now you're in trial period, but if you're able to pass these set of requirements or standards for regularization uh, after six months or after a certain period, will consider you as a regular employee. So if you don't want to write a separate sheet for standards of regularization, the job description can serve the same purpose. Oh, cool. Now, another thing which I advise is if you have a clear job description, you have a clear probationary contract, if the employee is not qualified or deep down they feel, I'm not a good fit for this, it gives them the opportunity to say no. Because when they see it, okay, so this is what I'm expected to do. This is what they're going to uh, ask me to be in charge of. If it doesn't fit, then right there and then, that's an opportunity for them to opt out. Does it happen? Like, okay, hmm? di na lang. <laughs> di much, much uh, more often than you may think. Really? It does, wow. it does. So oh, I'd pretend eh. Hey, kaya ko yan. And then after a week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never did that. Huh? So it, it happens, guys. Uh, and for me, it's a nice mechanism to weed out. It, so they self-disqualify themselves instead mm -hmm. of you having to 
terminate or or cancel them out. Right? It saves it's it saves you time and work. That's a great tip, attorney. Mm-hmm. Now I think you like the second tip better. Sige. So the second tip is attach instead of writing it in line. What do I mean? Yeah, what do you mean by that? Okay. So you have a probationary contract. And uh for most people, what they do, they cram everything inside. Yes. So the name, the address, the position, the job description, the uh, job requirements, the benefits, yeah. the salary package, everything is there. And what I've seen is the more that you have to put in a document, the higher the chance for clerical errors. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Haven't you uh, ever encountered uh, issuing a document and then when you see it, the client says there's something wrong with it and then when you look at it, there is information from another yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, from another transaction. That is the uh, curse of the cut and paste. Yes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that is what can happen very easily if you try to cram everything inside. So my tip is uh, try to identify what are the standard uh, provisions. When I say standard, these are the things in the probationary contract which will be there regardless of the position of mm. the person who will be signing it. So yes. it's common for everyone. If it's common for everyone, keep it there. Mm-hmm. For anything variable, variable, meaning it changes depending on the position, the salary, salary. the job description, the responsibilities, mm-hmm. the benefits, you treat it as an annex. And then you, instead of putting it here, you attach it. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. I think I'll use that. Two advantages. Number one, less prone to error. If there, if ever there's an error, it will be on the annex. It's easier to change. Yeah. Because this one, you'll be Same certain it's standard. Correct. Yeah. Right. Second advantage, faster to make. Faster. Yes. Because this is a template, and now you have another template. Mm-hmm. So whenever you need to make changes, you just change one of them. I love it. So is it that nice? You get a. Uh, Regardless of how many people you have to hire, super easy to make the contract using that template. Okay. Thank you, attorney. That was cool. Yes. And finally, tip number three, get the dates and the status right. So dates and the status. The date for the start of the probationary period oh. and the employment status. Why? Why? The main purpose for, an, for a probationary contract is to uh, inform the employee that you are now under trial. Yeah, basically, you're probationary. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, the probationary period has a certain uh, limitation. It's only good for six months, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Now, it's very important for you to identify when the start of that six-month period is. And usually, that's found in the probationary contract. So, if ever you issue a probationary contract with either the wrong date or no date, that kind of nullifies the reason for the whole exercise because you're there to document the start of it. So that you can say to the employee in the middle, hey, you're still probationary at this point. What happens if you don't do that, attorney? Uh, what if you don't set the date? There may be a dispute as to where it started. You know where it factors in, where it becomes where? Uh, crucial? Oh. Towards the end of the six-month period. Okay. If you miss it by a single day, mm-hmm. or if you allow a probationary employee to go to work on the sixth month and one day, or plus one. Okay, plus one. They are considered by law to be regular by that point. Okay. So it, it's you, that heavy. So if you screw up the, the starting date, then we and you and it turns out you don't want this employee. Yeah. 
you won't be able to terminate them as a probationary employee. You will have to terminate them as a regular employee. And, and that is a little bit more complicated than it needs to be. <laughs> I, like, I like the phrasing. Attorney. Yes. It's very politically correct. Yeah. <laughs> now, let, let's talk about the status. You have to be explicit on the probationary contract that it's probationary. If yeah. you miss out on putting the word probationary, the contract may be construed as a regular employment contract. Okay, so it has to be clear. All caps. Yes. Bold. Yes. Underline. Analyze. Whatever you want. <laughs> as long as it's there. Again, mm-hmm. uh, you're trying to assert that the employee is under a special status. In this case, he is a probationary employee. Mm-hmm. And to be able to claim that, it has to be clear in the probationary contract. So, Again, going with tip number three, the date and the status, it has to be clear on the contract. Thank you, attorney. Um, so just to recap, mm-hmm. you, uh, attorney Irwin talked about three things or three tips in writing a probationary contract. The first one is that the, uh, job description should be, uh, in, uh you should prepare that first, even before having your probationary contract. Am I it right? It can serve as a guide. It will serve as your guide. Mm-hmm. It can serve as your, uh, standards as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, which way you want to do it. Uh, second is that you have you can attach the variables, uh, <laughs> the variable provisions, uh, make it an attachment to your contract. To your the variable contract. Uh, provisions, uh, usually it's the job description, the yeah. salary package, mm-hmm. the benefits package, the yeah. perks. Right. And so you have a main contract, which is, doesn't change mm-hmm. more or less. And then you have your variable contract, which is... Uh, an attachment to it as an annex. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And the third one is that, oh yeah, you have to make sure that your date, your starting date is right and the, the status is right. And the status here is that the employee or this contract is a probationary contract. The employee is a probationary employee. You got it exactly. Now, if you need help in drafting a probationary contract, our course, uh, how to draft a probationary contract will be a big help for you. Just go to info.legalguide.ph slash probationary for more information. If you like this video, please give us a like and subscribe. It lets us know that we were able to help you. And of course, it encourages us uh, to make even more videos. Now, what's your biggest learning from this? Let us know in the comments below and let's talk about it. One last thing, the team, including the new applicants, relies upon you to protect and guide them. Let's make sure your new hire gets a good impression with the first document they signed with. By starting off on the right foot, you model how it is to work and you empower them to contribute to your team's work. So wasn't that simple? Now go make better choices!